Shout out to everyone. Welcome back to another exciting and explosive segment of Live from the Block. I'm your host, Ezekiel Thomas, broadcasting live from the belly of the beast, the home of spontaneous riots, hunger strikes, deprivation and violence, the one and only misery and concrete form. Guess folks, the biggest, the biggest house in the city. You guessed it right, the state penitentiary, no doubt. As always, it's a pleasure and an honor to make your acquaintance. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for the privilege of your time. Today's segment is entitled, Struggling to Be a Father While Incarcerated. And it addresses a topic that hits right at the heart of both families and communities. Namely, these fathers who are absent from their role as leaders and protectors and providers um, of their family as a result of imprisonment. And, you know, a lot of research uh, has been recently done and conducted on the devastation uh, caused by um, the absence of a father in a home and and the impact of that on a child's life. And you can take, for example, many of the statistics about those who are currently incarcerated would say that 70%, almost 70%, between 60 to 70% of those who are incarcerated come from single-parent homes where the mother is present but the father is absent. And what this shows is a correlation between incarceration and broken homes, and one that is responsible for the vicious cycle um, of incarceration. And it shows that this cycle of incarceration is not only perpetuated by social disadvantage, discrimination, and limited resources, uh, which are the typical culprits but also by the absence of a father as a role model inside of the family. This phenomenon is true for my life. Um, it's true for many of the men I meet and with many of the men with whom I interact daily and socialize with. And unfortunately, it's going to be true for many of the young men, particularly men of color, young children of color, who are on their way to the prison system. And there is no quick fix, fix for this issue. You know, there's no uh, magic wand. The criminal justice reform movement does not offer an immediate answer for rectifying the broken bonds between incarcerated fathers and their often despondent children who many times feel abandoned, many times feel betrayed, and who have begun to pursue a life of of, of criminal rebellion as a statement of anger and a a statement of distrust um, for love and for relationships. But rather delve too much into that uh, discussion solely from the perspective of the family and the children affected, um, I want to provide our listeners with a balanced view of this crisis. Um, And I want them to be able to hear what's going on from the perspective of the fathers who are incarcerated. And to help us better understand the emotional suffering that incarcerated dads often experience We'll be interviewing a person who I'll just call Jason, okay, who has struggled as an incarcerated dad to maintain a healthy emotional bond with his child. Okay, um, Jason, we want to welcome you to our forum, and I want to thank you uh, for being here. Thank you, Ezekiel. I just want to express my appreciation for you giving me the opportunity. No doubt. That's what we are about, opportunities. Um, I guess the very first question that tugs at the very essence of this conversation is how difficult has it been for you emotionally 
to try and be a dad by phone from prison. Can you kind of give us a description of what this is like for you? You know, it, it, despite everything that we as prisoners face on a daily basis, definitely the most difficult aspect for me emotionally is having a child that I can't see. Knowing that there, there's so many milestones that I've missed and that I'll continue to miss in the years to come puts a greater strain on me mentally than I could have ever thought possible. Right. Um, and what do you find to be your greatest challenge uh, to being an incarcerated dad? I mean, what is one of the greatest obstacles that's in front of you currently? My greatest challenge to being an incarcerated dad is, well, to be honest with myself, oftentimes I have to force myself out of my own doubts and insecurities. I have a lot of regrets about the way things have went down and how my family and I have separated. And I beat myself up mentally for it and for not being there for my son. I have to remind myself oftentimes that there's nothing I can do about the past. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, what do you think about your children in general? When you, when you see so many men in prison who didn't have their father in their lives, how does that make you reflect on your own children? When I look at all these other individuals around and, and I realize that a lot, of, a lot of times that men don't have their fathers in their lives, I know that statistically, my son's going to have a higher chance of coming into prison. But in this regard, I feel blessed because his mother is an amazing woman. And I've never had to worry about my boy getting love and guidance that's needed. And I'm confident that he'll be raised to become a great man, whether I'm there or not. Yes. Um, that's pretty insightful. Um, and how would you describe your current relationship um, with your child and with your family. See, this is tough. When I really think about my current relationship with my son, it's strange. And, I mean, if I'm going to be honest and blunt about it, it's awkward. I love him more than anything in the world, and I deeply wish I could be there. But when it comes down to it, I'm a stranger. I was sentenced during my ex's pregnancy, and I've only had one visit when my son was actually old enough to socially interact with me. It's really difficult to establish a real relationship when we're only having a 15-minute phone call. And he's five now, and it's it's hard to get him to sit still and talk to somebody who's not really there right in front of him. But one thing about it is he tells me that he wishes I could be there. And I, I know it's true, and I, I, to be honest with you, I really feel like he's awkward about it as well. Right. And let me ask you this. If you, if you had to narrow down... All of the things that you have taught your child um, and that you currently teach your children, if you had to summarize that into one life lesson, what would that be? The one life lesson I would teach my son is you always have to have a choice. Life is fast, it's full of pressures, but you can't always choose how you respond to those pressures. I want him to be mindful of this and, and do what's best for himself and not what's best for his image or what's best for his friends. I want him to choose to live his own truth and not the truth that somebody else puts upon him. Great, great. One final question, Jason. How do you want your children 
um, in light of your current situation of being an incarcerated father, how do you want your children to remember their dad? I want them to remember me first and foremost as a dad and not just some guy. I want to be an everyday part of his life, and right now it's unfortunate that I can't. But I want him to remember me as someone who played an essential part in his life. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Jason, I want to thank you first and foremost um, for your insights. I deeply appreciate uh, the privilege of your time. I appreciate you sharing your perspective with us. Um, is, there, is there anything that you would like the listeners to know about fathers who are currently incarcerated? I want them to know that I'm aware of my actions and what it's cost my son and my family. Granted, back here, a lot of times people look at us and they see a, a violent criminal, a dangerous individual, but they're not seeing the whole picture. We might not be able to do much, but we put our heart and souls into every little thing that we can do. No doubt, undoubtedly, undoubtedly, and that's a, that's a timeless truth. Um, I hope that this very short and informative segment um, is able to add a degree uh, of, of humanity to the often negative view that members of society have towards people that are incarcerated. Listen, despite our past transgressions, um, despite our mishaps and our bad judgments and our mistakes, we are still human beings uh, trying to navigate the troubled waters of life, trying to make sense of a status quo that's often characterized by insanity and misdirection. Many of us incarcerated wish we could right our wrongs, wish we could turn back the hands of time and fix what we've broken in the lives of others. Sometimes we can, and this is especially true for incarcerated fathers. I also want to give a big shout out, no doubt, to all of the single moms holding it down as best they can. I just want you to know that adversity always comes before success, and sometimes we have to walk like a prophet in order to live like a king. Your victory is on the horizon. Don't lose focus. Stay committed. All right, that brings us into our segment. We're going to continue this series of, of fathers behind bars seeking and struggling to be uh, dads and be emotionally involved in their life. Um, that brings our segment to the end and to a close for today. But I want you all to stay safe. I want you to stay positive. And above all, I want you to stay healed. Yeah.